we'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alerts for December 7th, 2020. Next report, I had a lot of people email me about this, immunity cards to be issued to all Americans, which enables the CDC to track the COVID-19 vax status in the database. While former presidents and Satanists Obama, Clinton, and Bush publicly announced they will take the vaccine on camera. And here's a picture of the vaccine card that the CDC is issuing. While the first doses, and it's in the PDF for the state, while the first doses of the vaccine will be made available to healthcare workers, 100 million Americans are expected to have been vaccinated against the COVID by February. Now, we need to pray to God it's nowhere near that because that's almost one-third of the total American population. That is almost one-third that are probably going to be on demonic autopilot for the rest of their life because their DNA is going to be totally overwritten and they're going to be subject to whatever the nanotech in their body is telling them and commanding them to do. It's the injectable nanorobots and then all of the other horrific factors of the vaccines that we've covered. We need to pray. I mean, I, I, you know, 100 million by February in America. That's what they're shooting for, guys. That is, I've never given you that, that figure before, but that's how aggressive they're saying they're going to try to be. And that was according to Mansif Salu, the chief advisor to uh, the um, Operation Warp Speed that Trump initiated. Okay. On Wednesday, the Department of Defense released the first images of the COVID-19 vaccination. Why would the Department of Defense released the first images of the COVID-19 vaccination record cards, as well as vaccination kits, according to CNN. Because our government is in on all of this and are going to try to strong arm us into getting these satanic vaccines. And Trump has been on the absolute spear tip of that effort ever since, you know, he brought us Operation Warp Speed. He wanted the vaccines before the election. He wanted them in October. But all the other Satanists had to tell him to pump the brakes a little bit. And, you know, you get a little overzealous there for Satan, Trump. Just, you know, come on. Can't give you everything you want. Everyone will be issued a written card that they can put in their wallet and will tell them uh, what they had and when their next dose is. Their next death dose, says Dr. Kelly Moore, Associate Director of Immunization Action Coalition. What's more, vaccination clinics will also report to their state immunization registries which vaccine was given so that third parties can verify one's vaccination stat so they're just trying to try to paint you into a corner over and over and over so that there's no way out but you know what god's bigger than all this so don't fear this god is bigger jesus christ is bigger than all of these satanic plans going forward uh, Moore said many places are planning to ask patients to voluntarily provide a cell phone number so that they can get text messages telling them when and where their next dose is scheduled. And if you know what's good for you, you better get it. <laughs> Every dose administered will be reported to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention regarding the scamdemic. And the DOD also released information on the vaccine kits, which include a card, a needle, a syringe, alcohol wipes, and a mask. 
There are approximately 100 million such kits ready to go as the vaccine is as the vaccine is and are chosen according to Operation Warp Speed CEO General Gustav Perna, the chief Satanist at the head of this. The announcement comes less than two weeks after the UK government proposed freedom passes in order to reboot their economy. Yeah, right, because that's what they're really concerned about. Let me turn that off. Okay. Um, and in order to reboot their economy, and um, th- which would seemingly allow those willing to vaccinate a return to normal life. Well, won't that be the whole premise of the Mark of the Beast? I'll take your mark. Just, just make all the. I, I want to be able to have all my old, all my old stuff back, and all the what, things I used to do. I want to be able to do all that stuff. And, and I don't like being inconvenienced, and I don't, I don't like this stuff. So I'll take your vaccine. I'll, I'll do whatever. I heard that they're gonna uh, uh, offer the minorities, the blacks, which is one of the targeted groups that they want to kill off the quickest. I'm just telling you what they're saying. Mike Adams just reported on this today. That um. They're going to offer them up to $1,500 to take the shot. And you're telling me they don't want to kill all the blacks off? That's what Planned Parenthood was all about. They targeted the blacks. They, they put the, the, a lot of the Planned Parenthoods in, in um, the inner cities where there were high black populations. And they, that's why the, the blacks abort their children in the inner cities in particular at, at a much, much higher rate than any other demographic. They've been targeted by Margaret Sanger who started Planned Parenthood, who wasn't a eugenicist, who corresponded with Adolf Hitler. They were buddies. It's where he learned the eugenic stuff that he implemented in Nazi Germany. So going back uh, to this, it says, uh, it also comes after signs of industries adapting to a future of immunity cards and vaccinations with Ticketmaster and Qantas Airlines both announcing they will require proof of vaccination before people can attend concerts or fly. Oh my. Yeah. It's that boa constrictor. It's the satanic meat grinder that I've mentioned so much. But God is greater. Jesus Christ is greater. He can provide a way where there seems to be no way. Meanwhile, but you got to have the faith to believe he can do that though. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. On Wednesday, former presidents Obama, Clinton, and Bush publicly announced that they would take the vaccine on camera. See, they're all in it together. At the end of the day, both sides of the cabal are all in it together. Because Trump's telling you to do it. His Operation Warp Speed team's telling you to do it. And now, all of a sudden, all these people that are supposedly against Trump, like Obama and the Bushes and the Clintons, even though they were all buddies before, now they're saying they'll actually come together as former presidents and take it on. I bet you Trump will do it too. You're going to have all these supposed Christians and all these big ministers, they're going to be called upon to take the vaccine. Now, they may be getting the placebo. They probably are. Because if they agree to, t- to take it, they're saying, don't give me the real thing, but I, yeah, I'll take it online. I don't get anything to save my own skin. Anything to deceive my followers, that's fine. I mean, I've been doing that anyway. All these 501c3 horror preachers and all the ones of the clergy response team. Now, I'm not saying they're all. I mean, clergy response team, yeah, I'll say every one. But 501c3, I'm not saying every single one, but I'd say the vast majority. 
They're going to be rolling up their sleeves, taking it as, as an example for their congregation. Hey, they already had 7,000 these 7,000 people sign on at that BioLogos thing telling them to take it. You don't think they're going to be the first ones rolling up to sleep, but they're probably going to be the ones getting the placebo and that'll be part of the deal. You serve Satan. You, you influence your flock. You will give you the placebo. Maybe we'll give your family the placebo or maybe they maybe they won't. Maybe they'll give them. Maybe they are that truly brainwashed. I don't know, but there's gotta be some benefit. I would imagine. I'm telling you it's coming. You wait. And you're going to have all these people, all these Hollywood types that supposedly got the shop, the former presidents, all the wicked people in Hollywood, all, all, the, all the wicked devils in, in the, in the uh, apostate Laodicean devil 501c3 church, the FEMA clergy response teams, they're going to be doing it on camera. And you're going to have a lot of people, even though they're probably going to be getting placebos, you have a lot of people that weren't going to get the shot, but they're like, well, they got it. And their family got it. And they're okay. Well, I guess I'm going to get it. I mean, if I don't, my life's never going to go back to normal. I'm telling you what's going to happen. And then they go, uh, Obama said, I may end up taking it on TV or having it filmed just so people know that I trust this science. Oh, spoken by Satan himself. And then Bush and Clinton also made similar vows as Obama. The next day, NIH director Dr. Anthony Fauci ominously warned that it would create a serious situation if people don't take the vaccine. You do what you're going to do. You take the vaccine. You shut up and you do as you're told. That's how he talks. That's what he said. He said, you do as you're told. He said that recently. No, devil. No. No. And there ain't no army big enough to make me do it either. Because, see, my army that I have through God is bigger than yours. So, I mean, th this is the situation that we find ourselves in. Sorry, my cat's making all kind of noise over here. Um, Member of Parliament, vaccine passport plan, the most authoritarian government plan since 1650. So let's talk about how they are going to pressure everybody. There was a UK minister one of them, uh, who uh, says, uh, you will be denied entry into bars, into theaters, into sporting events. This is the head of the UK's vaccine rollout. Naheem Sahawi, the newly appointed minister to oversee the UK's COVID-19 vaccine deployment. He said restaurants, bars, and cinemas, and other venues, such as sports, will probably use the system as they've done with our app. There's an app for that. Uh, the sort of pressure, pressure, will come in both ways, from service providers who will say, look, demonstrate to us that you've been vaccinated, but also it'll make the technology as easily and accessible as possible. And I've said this will be de facto. Let's play the clip, video clip number five. Desmond Swain, a member of parliament exposing this. Video clip five. So Desmond Swain, why will you be able to buy a pint in a sports venue without getting anything to eat? But if you order a pint in a pub, you'll have to have a substantial meal. I'll leave that hanging as the great existential question of the day. Madam Deputy Speaker, suppression in anticipation of vaccination is the reason for these measures before us today. But people have been writing to me for months, terrified that a vaccine will be compulsory. 
And I've responded by saying, don't be so absolutely ridiculous. It could never possibly happen. We're a conservative government, after all. And now we discover, now we discover that a vaccination may be a passport to the acquisition of your civil liberty, liberties. And without exactly. which you will have all sorts of things that you would be able to do denied to you. Yep. Can I say that that would be absolutely disproportionate to a, a virus with a mortality rate of verging on 1%. It would equally be a That's, terrible precedent, it's not even precedent near 1%. to set for other vaccines and medicines. Uh, so That's what they want to do. That we can get away from that. that. Precedent. The way to persuade people to have a vaccine is, of course, to line up the entire government and its ministers and their loved ones and let them take it first. Well, the problem is, is they're probably going to do that and they're going to get the placebo. Okay, or they're going to get one that's not tainted or some, I don't know. But they're not going to get the one everyone else is getting where they're trying to kill everybody. That'll be part of the perk package plan that they'll get in order to, to deceive the masses. So that's not, that, that means nothing to me. And then get all the lovies, the icons of popular culture out on the airwaves singing its praises. To have they're going to do that though. Any kind of suggestion of coercion absolutely feeds the conspiracy theory that we are being cowed and our liberties being taken away. Very I'm extremely grateful to you for giving way. Is, will you agree with me that it's not enough for the government merely to refrain from coercing people? The government's also got to pay attention to implicit coercion. That is, yes. if the government turns a blind the eye to allowing businesses like airlines and restaurants to refuse to let people in unless they've had the vaccination. The government's got to decide whether it's willing to allow people to discriminate on that basis. Discrimination. It would be vaccinationism, which we must, of course, resist. The other thing that any kind of coercion would do would be to set the seal on this government's reputation as the most authoritarian since the Commonwealth of the 1650s. That's right. But it is as nothing to the enthusiasm that we've seen from the front bench opposite for even more coercive and restrictive measures. That's right. You hear that? <clears throat> the most authoritarian government we've had since 1650. And he said, but of course, it's nothing compared to what the other side wants to do. And that's what we hear. That's like, well, you know, you don't like uh, this authoritarian coercion, implicit or explicit. Uh, de facto or by law, you don't like that coming from Trump. Well, you'll get it even worse from Biden. How about we have Trump stand up for us for once? How about that? <laughs> All right, just to Imagine summarize that. what you heard from Desmond Swain, a conservative member of parliament, he said, for months, people have been, my constituents have been writing me, concerned there's going to be a compulsory vaccine. And I've been telling, no, no, we're a conservative government. We would never do anything like that. You know, President Trump, who's a was a vaccine skeptic. He would never fund, I don't know, billions of doses of uh, vaccines for people. A radical new approach. He would never do anything like that. Never. Right? Uh, Bojo and his conservative, they would never do anything like that. And he goes, uh, but instead, what we're seeing is it's going to be a passport. And life will be denied to you 
unless you get a vaccine. They're openly talking about that now. Yeah. You have the uh, Minister of uh, Vaccine Deployment. Uh, in the U.K., he's not wearing a military uniform like they are here in the United States. <laughs> in the United States, are not making any uh, bones about the no, fact this is not. coming from the military-industrial complex. Yep. Uh, administering this and rolling it out. <clears throat> but, yeah, you will have your life will be denied to you unless you have a vaccine passport. No treatment allowed. Uh, he says, yeah, 1% of the people. Right? No, no, it's one-tenth of 1%. One-tenth of 1%. He overflated it uh, by a factor of 10. It's easily treated. You know, one of the first things that Fauci did, I've talked about this many times, he, he went, uh, he was uh, at the NIH uh, before he became the head of infectious diseases. But once he became the head of, of infectious diseases in 1985, it took him only one year to get legal immunity for the vaccine companies exactly. signed by President yeah. Reagan. Yeah, Fauci did that. Now, they cannot be sued. But as I pointed out yesterday, in India, there's an individual who... Uh, was a vaccine trial participant who says he was seriously injured. And uh, he w that was pushed back by the company that vaccinated him. It's called the Serum Institute. And I've seen puff pieces done in the mainstream media about uh, it looks like lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh, this guy who runs Serum Institute in India has been richly rewarded by Bill Gates and other people uh, as he has been at the center of manufacturing these vaccines for the third world. And uh, they are at the forefront of this. You know, you don't really have lockdowns going on in the third world. The lockdowns are focused on the first world, with the exception of Sweden, exactly. because of the uh, yeah. head of the, uh, the epidemiologist there that was in charge of public policy. But other than that, it's been pretty universal throughout the first world, but not in the third world. No. I was talking about that with my son the other day. He said, you know, where is it that they don't have it? I said, well, in Africa and Central America and other places like that, they don't have it. Why? Because they pretty much have their way with those people. Exactly. Yeah, Bill Gates has gone there. They can vaccinate them yep. at will. They can use them as human guinea pigs, and they do. They control them monetarily. They're third world. They're controlled monetarily. So they're already they're already exactly where pre-position where the new order wants them to be they're trying to bring us into that position in america and in the uk and um in australia and in new zealand where the standard of living is higher but if they can collapse the economies which it, uh, this is all part of this plan with covid19 and bring us into a third world type of situation they know those types of people will be much easier to control uh they have uh, pushed the Aadhaar, uh, uh, biometrics and uh, uh, identification number system in India. Uh, if you don't get the Aadhaar number and take that mark of the beast from Bill Gates and the Indian government, you don't get any health care, you don't get any welfare, and a lot of people in those very, very poor countries are dependent upon the government to survive. And so they twist their arms with that. And I said, you know, the reason that they're doing this in the first world countries is because they want us to get into a, a position of dependency and slavery, like you see in India and Africa because of the poverty. 
and to make sure that they have control of health care, which has been the agenda going back quite some time, you know, pushed pretty hard by Hillary. It's showing Bill as Gates as, uh, she became, doing what he loves most, literally giving the oral polio vaccine in third world countries, which creates just beyond horrific side effects. And he loves being hands-on with this stuff, but he's doing it to show that he's such a caring, satanic humanitarian, though, when it's the exact opposite thing is really the case. Co-president with Bill. So if they can control your health care, if they can take away your ability to earn a living and put you on a government welfare check, exactly, they can pretty much have their way with you. This is why they're doing the lockdown here. And it's why they don't have to do it in the third world countries. But in this, uh, in, in India, where this uh, participant was injured, the Serum Institute is saying, we're going to sue this person for talking about this. So think about that. The vaccine companies in America cannot be sued because of Fauci. And they're now rolling this out as they're rolling out this panic about COVID-19 globally. They're making it a condition. Well, you know, uh, you're locked down and you're not going to get out of this, say the politicians, unless you get vaccinated. Well, okay, where's my vaccine? I need a vaccine. So they're begging for the vaccine. This campaign of fear and propaganda and disinformation that's been run by mainstream media, as I talked about. 91% of the story is negative. And uh, they cover up any uh, information about a decline of the threat or the reality that there isn't a threat. They cover that up and censor it. And so as they push this fear and they have people demanding this, and they say, well, you got to have this as a condition to get out. Where's my vaccines? Well, you're only going to get the vaccine if your government gives legal immunity to the vaccine companies. This is Fauci and Gates' plan. Yeah. And so Fauci began his career by giving legal immunity to these vaccine companies. He's going to end it by making vaccines mandatory. Everything, everywhere. The Gates agenda. I, immunization agenda 2030. IA 2030. Just like ID 2020. Going to have a global ID 2020. Well, we're going to have everybody everywhere, every age vaccinated. That's the slogan for IA 2030. Another Gates agenda, just like ID 2020 is a Gates agenda. And just like I showed you, right, he's working with Election Guard. He's working with the CEO of Smartmatic for years. Election Guard, funded by DARPA, and then implemented through Bill Gates. Bill Gates going to Venezuela, working with Smartmatic. And so when we look at this, isn't it interesting that you cannot sue the vaccine companies for adverse effects and injury, but they can sue you if you talk about it. This is the world that they're creating for us. We have doctors who have gone to uh, the Supreme Court steps on multiple occasions to try to talk us down off of the ledge. They aren't given a podium by President Trump. No, no, he no. leaves Fauci and Burks exactly. in place exactly. to tell people to jump, yep. jump into slavery, commit suicide nationally and individually. And then you—it's funny because Jones won't say any of this, but yet he's on Jones's platform, and I, I kind of keep wondering how long they're going to let David Knight go on and Jones is so because he's—I mean, what he's saying is antithetical to what Jones is saying about how Trump can do no wrong and he's fighting the good fight and doing all this garbage and you know, but David Knight's pretty much you know, nailing it for the most part. I'm not saying I agree with everything, but I mean he's so much better than most of the people out there talking about the subject. I had another member rise and said, uh, we have to understand that this is implicit coercion being put out by corporations 
And we've got to do something to stop that. Our liberties are being taken away by coercion, even if it's implicit coercion, and we need to stop it. Nobody in America is even saying that. I don't hear that from Rand Paul talking about stopping the implicit coercion because they never stopped the government implicit censorship that they did through their <clears throat> same people, right? That's running through this. That's a core, another core issue behind the election. It all ties together. Every single issue that we have goes back to this technocratic elite and their global agenda and their reset, whether it is the theft of our God-given rights of free speech and a free press or our informed consent and control over our body. It always goes back to these same people. And there's nothing but crickets, crickets, whether it's the conservatives or the Democrats. The Democrats are cheering it on, and the Republicans are quietly and passively mm -hmm. allowing it to happen. And the church is right on the boat with them, right on the same boat, most of the church, the vast majority. And so he calls it vaccinationism. Well, that's a good word. We should call it vaccinationism. Uh, and uh, so then, you know, they brag about how, uh, how they will set this up again. We have to understand, folks, uh, the reason I talk about this still is not because I think the politicians are going to do anything about it. I don't think even Rand Paul is going to talk about this. No. Trump certainly isn't. He's 100% into this. He's bragging about it. Amen. What he has done. Yep. Uh, no, no, no. He won't be we bragging in hell about it, though. We'll become independent, or we will become and self-reliant, or we will become slaves. You will build a new society from the underground up, or you will be slaves. And you better build it on the principles that built Western civilization, the Christian principles that we talked about yesterday. Leviathan, slaying Leviathan, Christian resistance. We don't need their permission to live our lives. We don't need their permission to worship God. We don't need their permission to build a society. You better stop begging for it. You better stop looking for saviors in Washington or the White House of either party. The longer you do that, the worse this is going to be for you. So Pfizer is asking the EU to approve the COVID-19 vaccine before the end of the year. And President Trump is just breaking his arm, patting himself on the back about all this. Yep. Uh, we have, of course, General Perna, who used to be a lieutenant general, uh, general, and now he's become a full-on general, promoted to run Operation Warp Speed. And then the uh, guy that's also there with him, Lieutenant General Paul Ostrowski of Operation Warp Speed, said 100% of Americans will have the opportunity to take this by June. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that interesting? All militarized. We're going to be filing today around the world the first. Now the other one was a hundred million by February, so it depends what source you're looking at. They, I think they were hoping to have a hundred million, but remember, there's only like three hundred eighteen million in America alone. So that would be one third of America that will probably instantly, if they were not beforehand, become your enemies, because they're not going to be fully human. Cyborgian, non-human. Nephilim DNA, most likely entities that will be on demonic autopilot. That's what I am projecting. Worst case scenario, yeah, but I, I, what else can I think? When I see the links to which Satan is going to, to get this death shot into us. See, they want a built-in army. That's another thing they want. 
They want to build an army that will go against vehemently the anti-vaxxers. Troy approval for the product regulators to review it, uh, says Moderna CEO. Uh, this is going to be their first product ever. They've been in existence for 10 years, set up to modify uh, the, your uh, messenger RNA. Uh, they want to do genetic modification, folks, with you. I mean, we used to, years ago, we were talking about, I don't know if I'm really on board with genetic modification of salmon or, uh, you know, other food, frankenfish, right? right? Yeah. I, I'm not so sure I want to eat that stuff. Yeah. And now they want to do genetic modification of your body. Yeah, of your To DNA. turn you into a vaccine manufacturing facility. That's the way they sell it. That sounds really encouraging, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And uh, Trump is urging the FDA to act quickly. His spokesperson, Kaylee McEnany, tweeted out his press secretary. President Trump's Operation Warp Speed has been an astounding success, delivering multiple vaccines in all uppercase record time. Oh, that's good. We don't even have to do tests in the Trump administration because you trust him, right? He would never do anything to harm you, right? Never, never. Today's announcement that Moderna will apply for an emergency use, use authorization after its vaccine demonstrated 94% efficacy is yet another example of Trump ingenuity at work, exclamation mark. That's Kaylee McEnany. Yeah, devils. Again, uh, as soon as Christmas, we'll have this. Uh, as President Trump That's said, their satanic Christmas president. What better time of year than the highest most praised satanic holiday of the year, really, that pretty much everybody celebrates. Saturnalia, you know, the birth date of the sun god Tammuz, which is what it was originally, and it still is what it always was. Just key on, key on Christmas in the keyword search box at Contending for Truth. Total satanic holiday. And they, and they, want, to, they want to give us this wonderful gift for Christmas, for Xmas. How appropriate was it a year ago when they were pushing around measles? Oh, you know, you're going to die if you get measles. Well, you know, that's not true. And we know it's not true you're going to die. It's not true that you're going to die if you get COVID either. But, you know, a year ago, you had President Trump who said this. Remember this? Run it. The measles vaccine. They're asking Trump. This was over a year ago. Measles. They have to get the shot. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shots. They have to get their shots. They have to get their shots. The measles are going around. He talks like a two-year-old. But it's this, this repeating over and over and over in the most basic ways that he his speech patterns are. And like he's some doctor now and he knows best. Let me tell you that MMR of all the vaccines up until now with the COVID-19, that was the ones I have, I have always said are the most dangerous. Again, one of the virgins has cultured off two different aborted babies and then with a host of other incredibly insane evil ingredients. And then the other one is cultured off one aborted baby and then a GMO recombinant um, protein. I've got into that. Just key in MMR in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done whole studies on those two. And this devil is, you know, telling everybody they have to get. Don't tell me what I have to do, Satan. Nope. No, we don't. No, we don't. Where's the, uh, where's the have to about that? Yeah, that was all right. That was his FDA was telling him that, pushing that out. Yeah. 
No, President Trump, we don't have to get the shots. We don't have to listen to you. You don't have the authority to do that. Yeah, amen. Unbelievable. I, I said from the very beginning, this guy's authoritarian contempt for individual liberty. Very troubling. Yes. The worst case scenario that I imagine with President Trump has now come true. Yes. When you look at this vaccine Absolutely. stuff, when you look at the lockdown, yep. 261 days now. The I, I had no idea it would be this nightmarish under his under his rule. I had no idea. And I like I said before, I do not believe they could have gotten away with this. Or they're going to get the compliance rate with with um they could have got this done under Hillary. Not without massive, massive pushback. Now if Biden goes in, that may that will resume to a certain extent, but that's why I keep thinking that they're gonna keep Trump in there. And which is what I've been, you know, which what we talked about for a long time there, because they're going to have so much less resistance to getting the vaccine implemented under Trump uh, from the right, the people that are right-leaning in the, in the uh, Christians out there. Contempt. And, of course, uh, you know, it's something that's uh, being used against him, which, quite frankly, I don't have any sympathy for what uh, for him being the victim of fraud and uh, coup attempts anymore after what he has done to our individual liberty and Amen. our constitution and our informed consent. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, he can rot. Uh, we now have uh, the U.S. government has one billion doses from six different companies, uh, reports Duke University. Uh, the only country that has more than that is India, and they've got a lot more people. Uh, they've got 1.6 billion. Of course, the U.S. is looking to roll this out in May or June, uh, says Slawi. Fauci said, yeah, uh, we want you to get in the second quarter, right? We're going to have it. A study uh, that has gone through out of New Jersey says that 89% of the people who died from COVID-19, as they go back and look at this, had a do-not-resuscitate order. They said the association between DNR status and poor clinical outcomes remained independently significant after you adjusted for other things that were very important for clinical factors, such as age, gender, COVID symptoms, or comorbidities. It was still that do not resuscitate, which kind of underscores what Erin Olszewski said, uh, you know, her book, Undercover Epicenter Nurse, that I interviewed her last week. She was talking about the medical malpractice, the fact that they were just putting everybody on the ventilators, and she recorded one doctor saying, yeah, we have a 100% fatality rate once we put them on that invasive ventilator. So, yep. yeah, do not resuscitate, That's so 90% of them died. As a matter of fact, if that wasn't the case, if they didn't put them on that, they had a pretty good survival rate. Mm -hmm. So do you trust these people to vaccinate you? We have super forecasters now saying 90% odds that 200 million Americans will be vaccinated by next October. Well, wow. President Trump has already funded a billion. So 200 million. Now, that's if Satan gets his way by next October. We talked about by February, 100 million. But they're saying by October, 200 million. So now you've got closing in on two-thirds of the population. And again, that's why I would say to pray, pray, pray against fast. Do implement the teachings on the courts if you see if you feel so led, but don't jump into that, you know, halfway, you know. I recommend listen to my teaching. I explain, you know, you still want to jump into that. You want to be, you know, fully 
ready to go into that. Um, educate other people. Uh, throw as you know, try to throw as many monkey wrenches into this agenda as you possibly can, because it is purely overtly Satan's agenda on planet Earth. Dean and as I said, you know, Slowey and Fauci are also saying, you know, by May, June, you know, second quarter, we're going to have it there. UK, it's coming in even faster. UK, they're looking to have January, February, March, the bulk of their rollout, uh, first quarter for UK. Uh, Canada will be third quarter. Mexico will be fourth quarter. How about that? It's almost like they got a plan. It's almost like it's a pandemic. Yeah. And Absolutely. there's only one way to treat this. Only one way to get back to your life. Only one way to have exactly. a passport yep. to some semblance of normality. And that's with the Bill mm -hmm. Gates vaccine. Yep. Or is it the Trump vaccine? I get confused. I can't tell Trump from Gates anymore. No, you can't. Sold us out. Absolutely. And you look at this. Under the guise of racial justice, John Hopkins, which has been at the center of all this, with Gates, you know, they've been, they were there for the very first dark winter simulation. Lays out a plan to vaccinate ethnic minorities and the mentally challenged first. Wait a minute, haven't I heard that before somewhere? Uh-huh. Seems like that was what the Nazis did. How many times have I called the NIH, the Nazi Institute of Health? And that's what they're going to do right now. Focus on the ethnic minorities and the mentally challenged. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, he could just round us up and put us and in. And the health care workers first. The ethnic minorities, particularly the blacks, the mentally challenged, the people in the nursing homes... Those are the people they consider the low-hanging fruit. Because you got to take the vaccine to work in the hospitals. And they feel like they've got the ethnic minorities in such a position like they would in some third world countries, at least to a higher percentage, where they can be coerced and or heavily conversed and pressured into taking it. Particularly if they're going to offer them $1,500 pop to take it. In a nursing home, they got you right where they want you. You know, you're... you're you're not capable of really fighting back in a nursing home type. These are why they're going after these demographics because I believe they're they're the they they're they're viewing that as as the lowest hanging fruit initially, and then they'll come for the others later. But that that's what the plan is for Satan regarding this this um, kill shot. Back of a van with you know tailpipe running in there. Yeah, you know, we just talked to Steve Malloy. They actually did that. The EPA did that in North Carolina where I lived. They hook people up to tailpipes. These people have no morality. They will do anything to anyone. And you're going to take a vaccine from these people? No, no, no. So I know that was a long clip, but I mean, man, he really covered a lot of stuff there. And I love the way how he went after Trump. Uh, let's. I'm going to try to just get as much through as I can on this third part and then close it up for the night. Uh Next report. By the time 2021 rolls around, Brits who wish to travel by air will have to show that they have been vaccinated for the uh, COVID-19. This was an announcement that came from the Department of Transport, a UK agency that has decided to require that travelers show vaccine stamps in their passports before being allowed to travel. Conservative MP James Sunderland, a vehement supporter of mandatory uh, COVID vaccines told the media that because pets already require a vaccination passport in order to travel between UK and Europe, that that the next step is for humans to do the same. Okay, we he goes on here and says that mandatory vaccination for the Chinese virus is a fantastic way of ensuring freedom of movement of people, and that's the that's the satanic carrot. You know, you don't get vaccinated, you don't travel. Okay, 
Um, Aviation Minister Robert Quartz is likewise said to be upbeat and supportive of the idea, as is Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who stated earlier this month that his Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, is in the process of looking at all such schemes that involve forcing people to get jabbed in order to resume traveling post-COVID. I mean, I'm telling you, this isn't this isn't conjecture anymore. This isn't this isn't rumor. This isn't my opinion. I'm flat out showing you exactly what they're telling you they're going to do, so that you you know prepare accordingly. You know, um, is is what I would say to everyone, and particularly spiritually prepare. Uh, listener comment. The, I just got this today. The vaccination goes global. Europe, Russia, Israel, India, China, Indonesia, and then coming to the U.S. just in one week. I believe that Lucifer wants to mark with his DNA as many people as possible before World War III and the other cataclysms. That's a good point. And she just gave me a whole bunch of reports here. One's from NBC News. UK becomes first country to approve Pfizer Biotech. That's the one we talked about earlier the horrific one COVID they're all horrific though and then rt moscow starts mass vaccination and then heretz.com israel's coronavirus vaccination campaign could begin this month and then the next one uh from asia china set to roll out COVID 19 vaccination and then another article on how indonesia is going to do this so i mean i'm telling you guys they're they're implementing it everywhere you know regardless of all the people waking up satan has pushed all his chips in and it's you know we just need to fight it every single possible way we can is, is what i say i mean i i think that we you want to fight evil you want to resist evil resist the devil and he will flee though there's a bible verse that says that and to um just resist this wickedness the fear of the lord is to hate evil and this is pure evil okay so next next report a peer review of the paper on which most COVID testing is based as comprehensively debunked the science behind it, finding major flaws. They conclude it is utterly unsuitable as a means for diagnosis, and the fallout is immense. Last week, I reported on the landmark ruling from Portugal, where a court had ruled against a governmental health authority that had illegally confined four people to a hotel this summer. They had done so because one of the people had tested positive for the COVID in a um, PCR test. But the court had found the test fundamentally flawed and basically inadmissible. Now the PCR test um, supremacy under which we now all live has received another crushing blow. A peer review from a group of 22 international experts has found 10 major flaws in the major protocol for such tests. The report systematically dismantles the original study called the Corman-Drosten paper, which described a protocol for applying the PCR technique to detecting COVID. Um, the corman Drosten paper was published on January 23rd, 2020, just a day after being submitted, which would make any peer review process that took place possibly the shortest in history. What is important about it is that the protocol it describes is used in about 70% of COVID tests worldwide. It's cheap, fast, and absolutely useless. So the tests are just totally bogus. 100%, no reliability most likely contaminated, most likely filled with nanotech to implant inside you, possibly with Nephilim DNA, and only God knows what else. Okay? And they want to access your cribiform plate in the deepest recess of your sinus cavities because they want to get it as far in you as they can to terrorize you and do the maximum amount of damage for Satan. Next report. A European lawsuit has solidified the fact that the widely used PCR test for detecting 
the coronavirus is up to 97% unreliable. So it's basically useless. Portuguese judges reported they upheld a lower court ruling that forcibly quarantining four German tourists after one tested positive for COVID-19 was unlawful because the PCR test was inherently fraudulent. Next report. The citizens of New York and New Jersey are being deceived yet again by public health officials and health experts who are labeling persons dying from influenza as being COVID-19 deaths. And I've been saying they've been doing this all along. They're just lumping in influenza. They're lumping in pneumonia. They're lumping in all of these other different causes of death and they're just calling it COVID. They're cooking the books in order to get paid and because they're being told to. Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York and government, uh, Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey have publicly been sounding the alarm claiming that COVID hospitalizations and deaths are skyrocketing and ordering various new shutdowns to battle the spread of the disease, which is just you know total lie. The mass media has been dutifully reporting that the governor, the governor say wh- what the governor's saying without ever investigating on their own or even verifying the claims. There's just one problem. It isn't covid that's killing the people it's the seasonal flu doing this this year what it does every year because every year it's going to kill off a number of people particularly those that are already immunocompromised particularly those that have just gotten the flu shot that is well known in the nursing care industry that when they get the flu shots in the nursing homes a ton of the beds are going to free up because they're going to have a ton of deaths from the flu shot alone but that all gets counted as covid deaths Again, they don't have to check for for COVID-19. They're just automatically lumping that in there and counting them as those deaths. They've never even isolated COVID-19, according to what we've just read you. It's all a lie. It's all a scam. The whole thing. Um, This guy says, the claims of the new COVID outbreak are completely, totally false, says infectious disease doctors at Hackensack Meridian University Hospital in Hackensack, New Jersey Medical Center, uh, and it's St. Joseph's Hospital in Patterson, New Jersey. The information is echoed by doctors in New York Presbyterian Medical Center and New York Health and Hospitals, Bellevue Medical Center in Manhattan. The flu season ranges from October to late in May with its peak between December and February, which is what where we just started, okay? Said Dr. David Sanimo, an infectious disease expert with Rutgers New Jersey Medical School. We're now in December and the flu is literally raging as usual throughout New Jersey and New York City, but no one is calling it the flu. Instead, doctors have been told by hospital administration to label as many patients as possible as being COVID-19 because the government is paying a lot of money to treat that. The love of money is the root of all evil. And this is just one more satanic carrot they're dangling in front of the doctors in order to get them to take the bait more interestingly the demographics of admitted patients is suddenly leaning very hard to government paid healthcare patients on medicare and medicaid remember what i said about medicare they pay thirteen thousand dollars for the covid 19 diagnosis even though it's not that because they're not testing for it and thirty nine thousand if you get them on a ventilator blow out their lungs and kill them which adds to the death statistic death statistics which makes satan happy it makes the doctors happy because they're getting rich and the hospital's happy okay so it's a win-win win for satan and his little team now i'm not saying everybody that are working in hospitals are satanists i think there's a lot of good people caught in the system 
But unfortunately, it is a very, very wicked system that it's turned into. But I'm not saying everybody in it is wicked. Now, according to one billing manager at one of the hospitals, name above, more than 95% of the admitted patients are in some type of government-paid plan because the private health insurance companies are all demanding blood tests for influenza. They want to know with a blood test that's influenza. Those, when those tests were turned positive for influenza, not COVID-19, the insurance companies make it clear that absent certain life-threatening symptoms, there is no need to admit the flu patients into the hospital. Well, the, the hospitals aren't interested in that. They want the COVID patients because that's how they're getting paid. When the hospital administrators see private insurance cutting off coverage for admittance because of the flu, they discharge the patient and await a public health insurance patient who they can admit to get government money. Because the government is who wants us dead. And they're going to get that COVID-19 government money. That gravy train. Because if it's called COVID, the government just pays. No questions asked. So they're not getting any type of pushback on getting paid. And I can remember when I was in private practice, working with an MD back in Fort Myers, Florida, um, that we had, um, and I know this is the case with, with a lot of places, but... We were doing medical, we were doing chiropractic, I was doing physiotherapy and lot, and, and it was a it was um, very, very hard a lot of times to get paid on claims. And I mean we were turning in legitimate things, but because we were alternative, you know, we had harder time getting paid because we weren't just straight medical down the down the road. And and a lot of times they don't really like the alternative uh things like chiropractic and things of that nature. So um I've I've been around that environment before and um you know I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with it and i can totally see this happening so going forward here uh let's see here um let's see when the hospital ministry okay yeah okay so i read you that so when the what the public is seeing here is that the greatest medical fraud ever perpetuated said dr vincent lazandrello but there is no spike in the COVID sickness. There is only a spike in positive test results. And we know that's all bogus and lies. And that the test kits are giving false positives and or are contaminated and aren't even checking for COVID-19 anyway. But probably any antigen that the flu or um, a common cold would give, which is a coronavirus, or anybody that had the antigen from a flu shot, all of that's going to show positive but people are not getting sick from it he continued remember according to the cdc a positive test for covid um so he says remember according to the cdc a positive test for covid does not mean a person that has a particular coronavirus that has that particular coronavirus they may only have some other type of coronavirus the coronavirus is the common cold and if you've had it even within months, you might still have the antigen in your system, which is what the tests are checking for. And not only that, then they're they're doing all this with the PCR test, which it was never made to do this. They're, they're putting it through like 30 to 40 cycles, which they're getting false positives from that. It's it's just it's it's just a total lie. Everything about it. They may only have some other type of coronavirus, like the one that com causes the common cold. Yeah. He said, but politicians are exploiting the positive test results and treating those results as if 
as if it's the continuation of a deadly public health crisis. And it is not. According to the doctors at the hospital above, the latest COVID spike is nothing more than a scheme to defraud. That's all it is. Said one infectious disease specialist, the politicians get off being the center of attention and controlling people's lives. The hospitals are making tons of money by keeping quiet about what's really going on, which is nothing but the flu season. Everyone has the incentive to just play along with the hoax. <laughs> Next report. Around 30 to 40 employees at the Palisades Medical Center in New Bergen, New Jersey, have tested positive for COVID-19. Again, we know that's totally meaningless and irrelevant. Okay, Forcing the hospital to transfer some patients and divert ambulances to other emergency rooms, according to a union official and a hospital executive. Most of the employees are nurses, from two units, including, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, this is Hal Turner. He said, this is, he said, this hospital is in the town I live in. The trouble with this story is that the PCR test being used to determine if a person actually has the coronavirus, which causes the disease supposedly referred to as COVID-19 is a fraud. PCR is not a test for a virus. PCR stands for polymerase chain reaction. It is a way that the labs can synthesize copies of DNA to work with it. Thus, the PCR merely duplicates what it is told to duplicate. And since the CDC admits they have not isolated the COVID virus, COVID-19 virus, which is we gave you the proof on that earlier, it is necessarily follows the PCR test has no idea what to even look for. This being the situation, it is a disgusting to me that the that the non-virus test is being called a test because the false positive rates for the PCR test can be up to 97%. People are being told they're infected when they're not. Businesses are being shut down as non-essential due to test results that are totally unreliable. People's incomes, credit, and financial security are being destroyed by this nonsense. And here's more proof. I've posted these reports before, but just for your own edification. COVID-19 PCR test ruled totally unreliable, 97% uh, false positives. And then this one, chief science officer for Pfizer says second wave is faked on false positive COVID-19 test. Pandemic is over. That's the chief officer for Pfizer, which is one of the vaccines that are being developed. There's the link to that. Uh, next report. New York Times on the COVID-19 test says that, quote, up to 90% of the people testing positive carried barely any virus. Many are, and it's not, surely not the COVID-19 virus because they've never isolated it. Many are not likely to be contagious. Widely used COVID-19 test is diagnosing huge numbers of people who may be carrying relatively insignificant amounts of the virus. It may be trying to pick up, like I said, the remnants of a coronavirus, common cold, the remnants of a flu, the remnants of a flu shot, any kind of virus particles, it can actually show up as that. And, and we're going to prove that here. Um, in a July interview, uh, Satan, I mean, Fauci warns that why, the widely used COVID-19 tests, which are super sensitive, may pick up dead virus residue that your immune system has eradicated months ago. But due to the constant fear-mongering of the mainstream media, CDC and FDA, and the medical pharma cartel, and the governors, you will be quarantined without any symptoms if you test positive. <laughs> so I'm saying, don't get the test. There's so many reasons not to get the test. Um, they're already doing this in New Zealand. Fauci wouldn't dare talk about this fact again. More evidence here. Next report. Entire city of Los Angeles put on house arrest. Here's what to do. I mean, this is unbelievable. This just broke this week. I mean, I, 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 the insanity is something that I can't even, 
possibly comprehend. So let's listen to this. I saw a tweet come through last night, late at about 11 o'clock my time, Central. And it looked like something straight out of a dystopian movie. Uh, of course, I always look to make sure things aren't Babylon B type things first, and this clearly is not. No, it's it not. Is, <laughs> I would say the most uh, direct threat to our freedoms in America that I have yet to see publicly published came from KRON4 News. It says, breaking all Los Angeles City residents were ordered to remain in their homes effective immediately according to a new emergency order. All travel, including travel on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile, or public transit is prohibited. Did you hear that? I mean, this is... This is getting really real, guys. All Los Angeles City residents were ordered to remain in their homes effectively immediately, according to the new emergency order. This is right from their new their, their local news. Cron 4 News. All travel on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile, and public is prohibited? What? I, I mean I, I don't I don't even know what to say. Okay, so I click over to the article, and we'll just give it a quick read here. It's called, L.A. City Residents Order to Remain in Their Homes Amid COVID-19 Surge, published last night, uh, 8.48 Pacific Time, so right about when this tweet went out. Uh, it says, all residents within the city of Los Angeles should continue to remain in their homes and follow the city's safer-at-home order, which mirrors guidance from L.A. County, according to the mayor's office. A public order posted on the mayor's website Wednesday detailed many of the restrictions, including a ban on some travel with a variety of exceptions. Email and text alerts from the city's Notify L.A. system also went out Wednesday, although the mayor's deputy press secretary, Harrison Woolman, said the guidance has been in place for days. Quote, the city uploaded... The city uploaded the most recent version of its Safer at Home order today to match the county's current order that was enacted earlier this week, Woolman said. The two orders are identical, and the process of publishing the official document on our website is a formality that occurs each time the order is revised. End quote. Uh, many residents were notified with an email and text alert from the city's Notify LA system Wednesday night. A spokesman for the mayor's office and a uh, spokesman from the mayor's office said, although the Notify LA system alerts were accurate, they did not include new restrictions. Non-exempt businesses in the city have been ordered to cease operations that require in-person attendance of staff. There is a broad list of exceptions for various businesses and workers deemed essential or ex exempt. Yeah, essential. Go back and listen to my video uh, called, Are You Essential? I'll give you my ideas on this whole essential thing. People may lawfully leave their residences only to engage in defined essential activities. Those experiencing homelessness are exempt from the requirement to stay inside. This is Nazi Germany, guys. Nazi Germany we're dealing with here. It's, it's not theory. It's not a rumor. We're in Nazi Germany. <laughs> Mirroring the county's order, all public and private gatherings with people from more than one household are prohibited, except for outdoor faith-based services and protests. Well, we know why they're doing outdoor faith-based services, because of the Supreme Court ruling 
was that last week? But seriously, mirroring the county's orders, all public and private gatherings with people from more than one household are prohibited. You can't go to anybody's house. You are on house arrest, and you've done nothing wrong. Get that through your head, Los Angeles, right now. Because this is important, and I'm going to give you a tool here at the end of this. I'm getting fired up, yes. I'm going to give you a tool here at the end of this. I'm just not reporting bad news. I'm going to give you a solution. Anyway, it continues, failure to comply with the new health order will constitute a misdemeanor subject to fines and imprisonment, according to the document. So now they're going to misdemeanor levels rather than saying a fine, right? That's a big step. The mayor urged the Los Angeles Police Department and the city attorney to vigorously enforce this. This is our approach. I'll show you in a second. Quote, my message couldn't be simpler, Garcetti said, that's the mayor, in his earlier briefing. It's time to hunker down. It's time to cancel everything. And if it isn't essential, don't do it. The new order comes from the Los Angeles County, comes after Los Angeles County reported a total of 2,439 people hospitalized for the virus Wednesday. <laughs> More than on any other So they day. use all their scamdemic, cook-the-books, lying statistics. That's how they're... I just saw a thing last night where, you know, North Carolina, oh, just the worst, worst ever. We, even though we're in the worst part of the lockdown, and we've and this is... They're doing by far the most things to take away all of our freedoms. It doesn't matter because it's still getting worse. Because of all the lying things I just told you they're doing, all the ways they're cooking the books, and they're going to have to come out with even further draconian restrictions in North Carolina now as well. And they're blaming it on the super spreader events because people didn't adhere to the guidelines during Thanksgiving. That's exactly what I said was going to happen, is happening. During the pandemic, blah, 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 blah. Lies, 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 lies. Yeah. Garcetti, huh? So he said the mayor urged the Los Angeles Police Department and the city attorney to vigorously enforce this. Notice he did not mention the sheriff. And that's what we need to do. If you're in Los Angeles right now and you've just been told you've been put on house arrest for no reason whatsoever at all, and all of your freedoms have been stripped and you're losing your entire livelihood, you've got nothing to lose. And so what needs to happen now, and the only way for us to stop this, regardless of what you believe, is to get your freedom back. And you can only do that on your own, to do it, and get people together with you and do it in mass. And here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Go for a long walk today. Okay? Bring your phone with you. Have the video queued up that I'm going to link called to the good sheriff have that queued up on your phone if and when you're stopped by an officer of any kind and if you are do not say a single word in fact act as though they do not exist continue walking continue caring about your business without a word anything you say will be used against you yeah, that's period true. do that's not true. open your mouth yep. period if they continue to harass you, take out your phone, press play on that video, and make them listen to the entire thing. I mean it. They know. They all know. They feel stuck between a rock and a hard place, but they know. And when they hear what that video has to say, 
At that point, we leave it in the hands of the Almighty. So this is my strong suggestion to you if you live in Los Angeles. The time for cowering and weakness is over. It's time for brave people willing to stand up for their own humanity because we're at that point now. God bless you. Peace. So we have that. Also, Peggy Hall, the healthy American, is out there in Orange County, which isn't this county, but still, I think she probably has some good resources. I haven't really been able to keep up with everything she's been putting out, but um, she's in that area, and I think she's had some very good remedies as well. Then we have this to add to what I just said. Total insanity. The Los Angeles County public health official, the, the, rare, the mayor of Lancaster, California, in, in L.A. County, was quoted by the Los Angeles Daily News as saying those who defy the public health order to wear a mask in public in response to the virus pandemic are guilty of an act of domestic terrorism. This is the exact quote. If it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they're out in public, and this is just walking around next to nobody, any just anywhere out in public would be arrested. They're bringing this here too in North Carolina, I would imagine. I'm not saying they're arresting people yet, but that's what they're proposing on doing, I know, here. That's an act of domestic terrorism and should be treated like one. This little reptilian satanic worm, Rex Paris. You might want to add on to your prayer list. From Lancaster, California, the mayor there. So, this is where we're at. Rubber really starting to meet the road. I got this. This is a report from a listener and a nurse in North Carolina. One of my listeners here. Everything about this line agenda is continuing to worsen, but the more Satan pushes this, the more I will resist it. And that was my words at the end there. This is from a nurse here, a listener named Kimberly. And this is a newsletter she forwarded me. She got from her nurse organization regarding North Carolina. And it's a special COVID-19 issue. And I just, I'm, I'm just going to read you some of the highlights. She asked... Please pray with me regarding the frontline nurses and the vaccines. Um, and I would say that to my listeners, yes. From a, from a North Carolina nurse's email, email newsletter she just received. This is, I'm, I'm quoting exactly from this newsletter, okay? Vaccines on the way. North Carolina expects the first batch of vaccines to arrive as early as mid-December. The distribution plan includes several phases with phase 1A being healthcare workers on the front lines of the scamdemic. People working directly with the coronavirus patients, first responders facing high risk of contract contact and staffers and long-term hair, hair uh, staffers and long-term care facilities. Now, they want to take out the 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 frontline workers because they know they're probably going to be the most compliant because they're already in the medical system. They're already yoked up with that. They're already used to that concept. They also want to take out the healthcare workers because they want to make sure they're all devastated and or dead so that there'll be nobody to take care of anybody. That's my theory on it. Not only that, they want to turn the health, and I've never said this, but I have said this before about other vaccines. They want to turn the healthcare workers, supposedly working with coronavirus patients, which is a scam, 
and then also first responders and also the ones that are working in long-term care facilities which is most likely things like well nursing homes or things of this nature they want to turn them into true super spreaders now you've heard that term but it's not from anybody that's not vaccinated or not wearing their mask the true super spreaders are going to be the ones getting this devil vaccine let's take the astrazeneca one that we talked about before where the virus they're using is from a genetically modified chimpanzee virus cultured off two different aborted babies and a cancerous lung tumor they want to turn the, the first, the frontline healthcare workers not only make them sick and debilitated, but they want to turn the ones that are getting it into the true super spreaders. So the people that are in the hospitals that they're treating through the process of viral shedding that I've talked a lot about in times past will actually be giving it to other people. They're going to be the super spreaders, the ones getting the vaccines. So of course they want to turn them into that. Because then they'll, they'll turn around and infect the whole population of the hospitals. And they probably really will be sick because whatever they're, gonna, whatever they're putting in the vaccines is going to be horrific. And it's going to be made through the process of viral shedding to turn into probably something really that is a really big deal. And then what the, will that do? That'll pad their numbers even more. That'll create more pandemonium like the god Pan, which is where we get the word pandemonium from, create chaos in the system and infect everybody. And then it probably will be a really big deal because see, that's why they so bad. They want to get these vaccines in us because that's another aspect I haven't even talked about very much. They want to create the true super spreaders. And who better to start with than the frontline healthcare workers and the nurses and the doctors and everybody working in the nursing homes and in the long-term healthcare facilities and those dealing with um, first responders and all them. Not only do they want to kill them off, but they want to turn them into the super spreaders. So I'm interpreting this newsletter for you. I'm giving you a little bit more insight into it. And then they give you all these, these links to prove what they're saying here. Then the next part of the newsletter, trends heading sharply in the wrong direction. Oh no, the humanity of it all. The number of new coronavirus cases is rising quickly. Yeah, because they're of all the false positives, because they've so amped up the, the, the false tests that they're giving so many more people now, all by design on purpose to perpetuate the scamdemic. And the positivity rate is at an all-time high for North Carolina. Dr. Mandy Cohen, Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services, said the record-breaking trends are worrisome. Now, understand, you may not be in North Carolina, but this is going on in your state. So just apply this to you. Because I have another listener that I sent this to, a longtime listener, Patricia. I've read a lot of her emails. And, and she says she got the same letter, and I believe she's in Pennsylvania. I believe so. She got the same, she got basically the same exact letter. She's a nurse. So it's going on everywhere, guys. They're all in on it. Republicans, Democrats, the Trump administration, Operation Warp Speed, Hollywood, the mainstream prostitute media, the 501c3 whore church with the FEMA clergy response teams. They're all in on it. And they've all sold you out to Satan and they love it the end of the day they love it 
They want to see you burning in hellfire. You bet your bippy. They love Satan and they want to show their love for Satan. I'm not saying every single person and what I just mentioned are all bad, but I'm talking about in the main. And there's good, they're going to be a true believer once they get the vaccine anyway, even if they were reluctant before. Because I, I don't believe they're going to be fully human anymore, according to their own literature. Their DNA is going to be overwritten. They're going to be cyborgian. They're going to have all the nanotech in them. Remotely controlled via the 5G that's going to do only God knows what with these nanorobots that will be reassembling in the body and only who knows how. I got into that in the last teaching. Cultured off aborted babies and GMO chimpanzee viruses. I don't know of anything I've ever reported on more serious than this. This subject. That's why I've devoted so much time because I can't not devote it. It's too important. Th this, this witch says the record-breaking trends are worrisome, especially considering it's only been a week since the Thanksgiving holiday. I'm sorry, holiday. When I, I shouldn't say Thanksgiving's bad, but it's, you know, the whole, the, the whole thing of the word holiday is from the word holy day. And that's where we, the holy day, the holiday of um, Ishtar or Easter, and the holy day of Christmas or Xmas, which was originally Saturnalia, anyway. Um, when many people ignored public, the public pleas to forgo large family gatherings, didn't I predict that? That they were going to blame it on Thanksgiving? Because too many people gathered, and now look at the tragic results. Now we've got to go into real lockdown. Now we got to wear masks everywhere, 24-7, in the shower, to bed at night. I don't care if you don't wake up in the morning because of lack of oxygen. You deprive yourself all night. You need to die in your bed and love it. Next part of the newsletter, NCNA and NCDHHS seek vaccination, quote, champions. Oh, isn't that special? With vaccines being shipped to North Carolina within the next few weeks, the NCNA is working closely with the NCDHHS on rollout plans. A major part of that cooperative effort revolves around communicating the safety and efficacy of the vaccines, meaning brainwashing whoever you're giving this to and whoever you're around on the lies about safety and efficacy of the vaccines, which there's none to support it, none ever nothing particularly to the marginalized communities meaning brainwash the blacks and and the uh ethnic minorities first because they're more the low-hanging fruit they're typically more dependent on the government we don't really think they're as bright either and i'm telling you how they think i'm not saying i'm saying that i'm telling you how they're looking at this okay so give it to them and brainwash them first and be real nice syrupy sticky sweet like Satan would be, and speak in nice soft tones up until the time when they get the vaccine. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. Because that's what they're telling them to do. Communicating the safety and efficacy of the vaccines. So they want all the nurses and all the healthcare workers to be on board with this thing and brainwashing every single one. Now, I'm not saying they're all going to do that. I, God, God help them. They're in a horrible situation. But I mean, you know, 
there's there's you know, there's only to me there's only one option don't advocate the vaccine don't take it and you know get out of the system because they're pigeonholing everybody in the healthcare system where they either are going to have to not take it and get out or go along with the satanic agenda i believe you're not going to have any other choice Maybe you, maybe you can pull it off for a time, but I just think they're going to put you in a position to ultimately where you're not going to have a choice. To help promote vaccinations, we are looking to identify nurses who will qualify into the phase 1A for vaccination and who would be willing to be champions. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Champions. Including publicly receiving the vaccine like a good little boy or girl would yeah they want you to line up on tv and get the real shot you're not going to get the placebo like bush and obama and the clintons and probably a lot of the hollywood elite or maybe those in mainstream media like sean hannity that'll probably line up and get the no 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 you're not going to get that shot but You'll be a champion and you can take comfort in that as you go to your grave and after you become a super spreader. Please consider letting us know if you qualify. Have you ever heard of anything so sickening, nauseating that I've ever read you? Other than maybe a lot of the stuff of the pedophilia that I've reported on. And then the last part, new executive orders, face masks everywhere outside the home. With new with the North Carolina bracing for a major spike in positive cases, Satanist and reptilian Governor Roy Cooper, um, I'm, I'm adding a little bit to these newsletters, announced late last month stricter requirements for statewide mandate on face coverings. Masks are now required in all indoor spaces where someone else might be. And people need to wear them even when outside now and are not able to maintain six feet of distance from others. And remember, guys, I just told you last night, they said on the, on the uh, Charlotte News that they're going to have to even go further now. I just think what they need to do is just put COVID-19 cops on, on the streets and just equip them with 12 gauge shotguns and gut shoot every single person that is not willing to go into full compliance that they see whether they're indoors whether they're outdoors masks 24 7 mandatory home searches to see if you're wearing your mask and being a good little nazi mandatory vaccines and kill shoot to kill on sight but not, not in such a way where you're going to just kill them instantly. No, no, make them suffer. Gut shoot them. Make them bleed out where they'll be crying out in agony. And then that will be an example for the other sheeple that they will fall in line and maybe think twice before they go against the COVID-19 kill teams. I mean, I just want to take this to its logical conclusion. Why, why all the messing around, beating around the bush? Let's just go right to it. Let's get her done. So then I received this. I sent this to Patricia. 
Longtime listener nurse, I've read a lot of her newsletters, and she said, I have re- I have just received the exact same basically newsletter from her employer. So it's a form letter. They just changed it from North Carolina to Pennsylvania in this case. They have even told us that they have brought bought the expensive freezers oh i haven't mentioned that in a little while yeah because they've got to store these covid19 vaccines these recombinant rna cultured off aborted baby full of nanotech vaccines at 97 degrees below fahrenheit negative 97 degrees why because what's in them is so volatile and so reactive that unless they store it at that temperature, it'll start to break down. So what they want to do is thaw it as quickly as possible and then inject it into you because they know they want that incredibly bad, horrible reaction because it's so volatile to happen inside your little body and not inside the actual vial that it's stored in. So they got to store it real, real cold. So that horrible reaction will happen inside you and you can have bear all the fun that comes along with that devil vaccine reacting and breaking down in your body. Isn't that wonderful? So they've already bought, they've got the expensive freezers where she's at. They have told us we healthcare workers will be the first to get the vaccination. (laughs) I told you. I don't know what else to tell you, but to put flee like your life depended on it. They have sent us a survey to complete to see how we feel about this. I would have been glad to tell them how I felt, but it appears I am barred from responding to the survey because I have a documented vaccine declination or de- declination, meaning she's declined the vaccine on file. Oh, man. Fun stuff, I'll tell you. This much fun should not be legal by law. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a couple of these videos and then just go to the time where I, I can't um, go anymore. Um, this is entitled Russia, Congo, or Canada. Fined and visited by the police for just protesting now. And this is in Canada. Um, let's see how far we can get with this. Warning. Censorship. Warning. Censorship. Warning. Censorship. In your latest podcast, you talked about three different victims, not of the virus. None of these three people got sick. They were the victims of a non-medical virus, a civil liberties crushing government authoritarian. I I don't know if I'm using the, I shouldn't use it. Yeah, because in Canada, as bad as it, it is here, they seem like they're a notch ahead of us. But it's, it's creeping, it's growing, it's what's most deadly. You talked about a pastor, a politician, and a restaurateur. Give me a, a little bit of a summary for our viewers who didn't catch a podcast, what, your, what the common theme amongst those three people are. 
Well, I mean, there are two answers to that. The first is a, a politician, a pastor, and a restaurateur try to walk into a bar but can't because it was non-essential. Hmm. The less joking version of it is that all of these three, within the span of about 24 hours, were ticketed in Ontario by police, or I shouldn't even say ticketed. I, I think charged is the more appropriate word because they weren't just given a, a little, you know, slap on the wrist, pay this fine. They were issued court summons, all for violating the uh, supposed reopening Ontario Act, which means they were fined for protesting against the government. And, uh, you know, all three of these, I, I think, are part of the same thing here. And a lot of people in your audience and mine, I, I know, have been paying attention to Adam Skelly at Adamson Barbecue, but Randy Hillier as well put together a, a protest at Queen's Park, was charged. Pastor Henry Hildebrandt in Elmer, Ontario, charged by London police who drove to Elmer, which is about half an hour away, but still a different town, to serve him at his home for attending a protest in London. And, and this is now becoming the new reality. And actually some breaking news for you, Ezra, which came out. So you can't protest. You're going to be fine if they catch you at a protest and and made you know make sure you get fall in line you have no more now granted i understand things are different there but all this coming to america all this already kind of here just to a little different link but no more first amendment obviously they want to take away the second amendment no right to protest not none of that everything's thrown out the door it's satan's way or no way my podcast so you get the jump on it uh, pastor hildebrandt's son just texted me a few moments ago to say that he's now been visited by authorities and given a, a, a ticket or a summons to court for participating in a rally so there's this coordinated sweep happening right now of uh, people who have been standing up to protest against lockdowns yeah and you know i i am not a practicing lawyer it's been a long time since i had my shingle out but um i've been going through the provincial legislation I see nowhere that a public health officer, who's really just a bureaucrat with a medical credential, has the power to direct police to do his or her bidding. I mean, these are creatures of tickets, like it's like a parking ticket. It's like a meter maid. Um, you have health officers, they have the kind of power to come in and put a placard up in the restaurant window saying, you know, there's botulism here, or we found rats here. They have the power to shut down a restaurant that's infectious. But they don't have the power to send in police, let alone 100 police, including four on horseback. That is simply not within the power of a health officer, even if they go to court to get an order that's not contemplated in the laws. I am worried that no one is on guard here. No one's pushing back. You mentioned Randy Hillier, and he's great. And he did get a ticket, which was overshadowed because that was the same day that the Adamson's barbecue thing went nuclear. But you can count on one hand's fingers the number of politicians who were skeptics about this whole lockdown. I don't see it even in the federal conservatives. They're talking about the spending being out of control, but I don't see any expression of care about civil liberties. Am I just missing it? Is there some hero out there, Andrew, who's fighting against the civil liberties infractions that I've simply missed? No, not at all. I mean, we have certainly seen some voices in media. Now, almost all of that has been from the right. We've seen some people in, in civil society groups, but in politicians, uh, not at all, with few exceptions. And remember, those who have taken the position have found themselves outside of the political apparatus. Belinda Karahalios in Ontario is an example of this. There's a, a very serious point here that I, I have to share with you and your, or view, your viewers, Ezra, and, and that is that opposition politician charged with protesting government yeah 
That yeah. is a headline I have seen in Belarus. That's a headline we see in Congo. That's a headline we see in Russia. You talked about the Media Freedom Conference uh, that we attended in London a year and a bit ago. That's a headline we hear in some of the Banana Republic dictatorships that leaders talk about at that conference. Opposition par a politician charged with protesting government. This is not something that we should understate the significance of. Yeah, you know, you're so right. Let me put on the screen right now an image of, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to call it police brutality. In London, England, a swarm of cops just mauling a guy, not because he's some typhoid Mary, but because he was protesting, and he, I guess, wasn't with Black Lives Matter or Extinction Rebellion. And you'll notice in the top left corner of this footage, it says Ruptly. That's uh, a Russian state-owned broadcaster. Their specialty is just showing footage with no comments. They don't have any... TV announcers, it, they just show things and you just watch it. And it's very powerful when you think about it. Here's a Russian state broadcaster simply turning the camera on in the streets of London where you see a hundred British bobbies beat the living daylights out of a guy because he was protesting the lockdown. Normally it's shoe on the other foot, Andrew. Normally it's the British or Western media saying, look at Vladimir Putin beating up his dissidents. I find this moral, morally inverting. I find myself cheering for people who are fighting the cops. I, I don't want to fight the cops, but the cops are fighting me. Yeah, and you know, it, I, I've had some pushback from people about this. I, I try to avoid blaming the frontline police officers for this. And, and if you watch the video of Pastor Henry Hildebrandt getting the, the charge, the police officer says something very subtle, and he was very professional. Oh, okay, that was... A Bible verse came in, into my mind when I was seeing this, and I just see the, the all the police and all the, you know, just how this is this gigantic concerted effort. Healthcare, law enforcement, government on all levels, Hollywood, prostitute mainstream media, 501c3, female clergy response team, whore church, Laodicean devil whore church, almost all, all aspects of the government. In, in the state, local, I mean, they're all getting on board. And it reminded me, it's like this Bible verse came into my head. And First uh, John 5, 19, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. That's the norm, guys. That's why things are the way they are. Because God's righteous judgments aren't in the land as of yet. And we need that desperately. The whole world lieth in wickedness. I, I think it sums it up because everywhere you turn now, that's the norm. Try to get in another video here. Uh, practice on Christians first. Why are the cops targeting the churches? Okay, so this is another, I believe, Ezra Levant type of video. So what? Uh, so this guy, this pastor, is getting a a. Uh, a ticket from this little devil uh, police officer and um, dutifully wearing their little masks and making sure that they allocate all the resources to like Adamson's barbecue that we talked about and to the churches and make sure that they don't allocate any resources to the wickedness going on all around us. No, let's focus on anyone righteousness, any anyone pursuing righteousness, anyone not giving in to this satanic system. Let's focus in on them because they're the real stinking enemies. That's what we have to do. Just off there, very top. Okay. 
Anything else I need to know? Uh, no, uh, if you want to speed it, have the speeders on the back. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. Have a good day, guys. It seems biased, but I'm not a, a chart of rights expert, but it does seem like uh, a line has been crossed, you know, where, I mean, we're taking care of all COVID protocol and trying to be careful. He's running a church. He's doing everything they want him to do, but it's not good enough. I, I, I think he might be the pastor. And, um, and they want to close us down. But right now I could go down to Walmart. Yep. Grab a shopping cart and Costco. get COVID off of the handle. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. Even though that they don't even test for that. As far as we believe, you know, the spiritual needs of, of our community is above everything essential. Freedom, freedom of conscience and religion. The, the, problem, the problem I run into is, is so many of the churches, though, that are open or maybe doing online are telling their congregates, do, take your tests, do whatever the government tells you to do, wear your masks, and get the vaccine when it comes. So, you know, in those in those cases, it would be better that they weren't operating. I mean, you know what I mean? But I mean, obviously, I mean, I want them to have freedom of expression, but not if you're going to tell, not if you're leading your congregations to hellfire. I'm not real wild about that, though. And I'm not saying they're doing that here at this church. They are trying to take a stand and they are bowing up against this. And hopefully they're preaching against the, the vaccines. I don't know. But I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what's happening. Uh, see freedom of peaceful assembly and freedom of association. So you know, there's a lot of debate over what we're doing and and everything. If it's if it's right and stuff, we believe that we have the the freedom and the right that's been built in by people that want to respect the supremacy of God. I see that the there is. A so that's that's a. I don't know if he's one of the pastors there at this church, and they're again they're doing all the protocols, doing everything they're supposed to do, but evidently they're still getting ticketed. Kid, that was that, issued. Yes. What have you been told? Well. Uh, my friend here, Randy, talked to um, the officer, so I was inside doing the service, and apparently we were uh, getting ticketed outside here, being told that we're not allowed to meet, and uh, they'll be back for our next services to re-ticket us and uh, ticket individuals. Like Can't meet anymore. Stay in your house like they telling you to do in L.A. Don't go anywhere. Don't walk. Don't ride your bike. Don't do anything. Stay in your house unless it's of what whatever we say is the approved activity you can do and you better get your hiney back to your house when you're done and you better be wearing your mask the whole time and when the vaccines come out you better show us your vaccine card or there's going to be hell to pay that's where this is all going in that's what we're being told and how much is the the fine for it this one is twenty three hundred dollars twenty three hundred dollars per service Twenty three hundred bucks. Gonna hit you where it hurts. Per service. I'm sure most churches could sustain that easily. But no, you'll do as you're told, or there will be repercussions by Satan. Church here. Because he loves you so much and he wants you to be protected from the big bad COVID nineteen that they've never even isolated in the tests. And individuals sound like they'll be getting ticketed about two hundred thirty dollars. Uh, oh, coming. good. Oh, so if you, oh, so if you're a congregate that goes there, you'll get hit with a two hundred thirty dollar ticket. And the church itself was what twenty three hundred. So that seems reasonable. 
So I got to tell you, I walked in here. We've got this gentleman here. He's been wiping down the doors. We've got signs on the, the doors. The front entrance has, uh, you know, hand sanitizers, masks. Yeah. What would you have to say to Canadians who believe that churches like yours are just big super spreaders? Yeah, well, I think we look at what the facts have shown and that that hasn't been the case. And we've been meeting here since May and, and holding three services and we've had no incidences happen. And uh, we're happy to follow along with, uh, you know, restrictions when we see that it is necessary and truly uh, a medical emergency. We just haven't seen that yet. And I think a lot of people would agree that the numbers and the data just aren't lining up. So we're trying to be careful. We're trying to do everything safe. Uh, and, and do our part, but we feel that um, meeting together here is something that we have uh, in our law and we just desire to continue on to do so while we can. It's an incredible video, over 20 minutes long. Every moment of it will have you gritting your teeth with frustration. Imagine singling out churches. You cannot gather in a church, but hey, go to the gym. By the way, I don't want the gym shut down either. I'm just saying... If your Costco's and Walmart, hey guys, I got I haven't I haven't looked at Drudge in like I don't days because I, I I'm trying to um, not get totally you know um, lose control basically from all the lies. But you know I just just glanced there. The main story: thirty three million locked down in California. They're showing the freeways empty, the big freeways. It looks like you know um, it looks like. I am legend in, in the scene where it says three years later where the streets are empty. Hospitals turn away patients. Vax shipment to fall short. See, what they're trying to do is create this unbelievable, like so many people want the vaccine, but there's just not enough to go around initially. You'll get it. Don't worry. Satan will accommodate you at your need, but you're going to have to do, you're going to have to shelter in place. You're going to have to wear your masks inside until you know you get your vaccine then you're still gonna have to do the same stuff but at least it'll give you a little more freedom and latitude to go about your normal life once you get on that whole vaccine uh uh list and you get your vaccines and you can show your papers Giuliani affected the transdresser uh, cross-dressing rudy Giuliani infected now taken to the hospital was traveling across the country maskless. See, they want to have the people in the highest positions as examples to point to so they can browbeat you into submission. Again, even though they're not even checking for the COVID-19 supposed scamdemic thing, he's supposedly positive. One million new cases in the USA in only five days. Top killer this week overtakes heart disease. States scramble the curb without national leadership. The, the country's falling apart. We have to get the vaccines and we got to get it now. It couldn't come soon enough. We're all going to die without it. Have you ever seen such satanic insanity? Ever? Ever? I, I, I have never, ever reported on anything this insane. Ever. And it just gets worse every stinking week coming from the satanic media outlets um we need to really be praying against this wickedness against these satanic media outlets putting this garbage and lies out i mean it is unbelievable i'm just looking at some of these these headlines new mexico shuts down everything 
But it wasn't enough. Oregon doctor suspended over anti-mask comment. Survey, praise God, 55% of New York City firefighters will not take the vaccine. Well, I'm glad to see that there's some honesty, a little bit of honesty there. Um, oh, I mean, it's just the, the, the lies and the propaganda. I don't advise you to go to Drudge. I, I don't advise you. I mean, it's getting so bad that, I mean, I've never seen anything remotely like this. It can be open. Why can't your churches? Well, I think it tells you something about the political biases of our system. Joining me now via Skype from the lovely greater Vancouver area is our friend, Drea Humphrey. Drea, great job. I feel like you're giving a voice to people who are ignored by the mainstream media. My one criticism is, you know, and I see it with Christians, and I can say this as a Jew, that Christian <laughs> instinct to, you know, be as gentle as doves and turn the other cheek, well, that's not the Old Testament way. I tell you, I, I feel like fire and brimstone. Uh, they're, I- they're not reading the New Testament close enough, okay? They're not reading it. We're, we're to resist evil. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. We can be destroyed for lack of knowledge according to Hosea 4.6. And we're not supposed to strive to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're to warn others and mark those which cause division and offenses contrary to doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. We're to mark these types of devil churches that we talked about today. But again, it's all part of the whole Laodicean limp-wristed, lukewarm um, malaise that's just standard issue over the churches, okay? And, I mean, Jesus Christ went in and overturned the money changers' tables. He wasn't being nice then. He called the Pharisees and Sadducees serpents and vipers, okay? Was he being like a dove then? No, there's a time that you are as gentle as a dove and there's a time when you're not. And this is not the time when people are going to be dropping dead and going to hellfire for eternity because they took this stinking vaccine, which maybe up to that point, they had a chance to get to heaven. Maybe they would have been receptive to the gospel, but they're not going to be receptive to it because they're not going to be fully human anymore. And they're going to be cyborgs on top of it. And they're going to get one vaccine after another after another. This is soul damning stuff we're talking about here. I don't know how much more serious it could possibly be. When we're talking about souls going to hell. It's one thing if it kills you, but if it's, an, it's another thing if that takes you, you out genetically from being a human and you can't get saved anymore. That's a whole other animal we're talking about here. This is not something the church should be gentle about. See the police picking on churches. <laughs> I guess I'm just wired differently. All that, you know you know, cheeriness and God bless. I mean, holy cow, it sound like good people, but I think, I think we've got to fight for them. I think we've but got again, to But again, are they up. saying, are, are those same pastors that they were just interviewing, they saying anything about the, the test that we're getting into? Are they saying anything about not taking the vaccine? They're complying with everything else. Yeah, they're kind of bowing up a little bit, but are they, do, I mean, I dare I say they probably aren't. Now, if they are, God forgive me, but they probably aren't. Or if they are, they're maybe being really mealy mouth. I haven't just I haven't seen the 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 church take a stand on this overall. Not at any kind of larger level. If they're under under any kind of denominational label. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I agree with that as well. I mean, I think that their demeanor and, you know, the setup of the church and how attentive they are to COVID, I think that that all plays against the label that churches are getting as these super spreaders. I see that in different COVID awareness groups. Oh, well, you know, churches are super spreaders. So I think that it, it, it the, the report does show that that isn't the case, right? And that the, these collective restrictions on groups of people and not just Christians, but all religions, um, you know, it's just not right. You know, we have been watching this from coast to coast. You're out there in beautiful BC. I'm out here in, I was going to say a bad thing about Toronto, but it's my home, so I won't. Um, so we see it across the country. We see Pastor Hildebrandt in Aylmer. We mm -hmm. see the pastors in Steinbach, Manitoba. We see the churches in Mennonite country in Wellington County shut down. We see Arthur Pavlovsky, the street pastor in Calgary, yeah. charged with $1,200. He's the only one that I can see that's really, really, really bowing up. To the police and and to, i mean really getting like ready to get like okay if we need to get confrontational we will if i need to go to jail i'll go okay that's the only guy i see in canada now i'm not saying there's not others i'm saying on what i've seen with ezra Le levant he is the he is you know i think taking the most aggressive stance fighting this for feeding the homeless i think that authorities are targeting churches number one because they're trying to take advantage of any anti-Christian bigotry out there in the media. This guy, this and guy was ready two. to blow his brains out. That they were showing that, that pastor I just mentioned, this guy, this big goon cop was pushing him back and he pushed his hand away. And the guy, he put his hand on his gun. He was ready to double tap him in the head. Okay. Put two forty-five rounds or two nine millimeter rounds right into his head. You know, I, I'm almost to the point where when that, when that happens with me, I'm on, I'm just going to tell him to do it. That's, that's, I feel like that's going to be my first instinct. Just do it. Just kill me. Put, put him in my head and we'll see if God lets you do it. Cause if it's not my time to go, I'm not going anywhere. Because of what I said earlier, I mean, I tell you those old order Mennonites wouldn't even mm -hmm. criticize the government. It's, they're so peaceful in nature. Wow that I think that the authorities say, well, if I went after Costco or Walmart, um, I'd get in trouble, but these churches are so mild, they're easy pickings. I think these churches are being targeted precisely because they turn the other cheek. I mean, look at people were thanking the police officers yeah, for picketing them. Thank Listen, you. I understand that it's Sickening. not the, well, maybe it is the cop's fault. Oh, I was just following orders. I don't know if that's an excuse. Just it's not. It's not. It's not an excuse. It's not. When me. you stand before God at the great white throne judgment, that won't be an excuse. It won't. I was fought. So so will the Hitler, the 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 uh, Nazi guards at Auschwitz that were in the gas chambers and that were herding them into the gas in the firing squads. They'll say the same thing, and it won't be a valid excuse for them either. It's just differing levels of tyranny that they're implementing. And we're and, and because we're not bowing up to this, and and the church isn't praying about this and or fasting about it, they're just for the most part people that call themselves Christians are going along with it. Things are just continuing along. Or say you used your police discretion. I'm madder than they are, Drea. <laughs> you know, I've said that before to some Christians. And said, 
I think when I shared the, uh, you know, your take on what happened to the old Mennonites, I said, why is my Jewish boss more concerned about yeah. the, the... I agree. I agree with what they're saying. Churches being targeted. I'm madder in both of them, though. ...than the Christians themselves. But uh, no, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Okay? And I, there, I've never seen anything this evil. And I hate it. And I have righteous indignation in me like I've never even felt in my life because it is so stinking evil and satanic. And for the most part, nothing's being done about it. By the people that we should look up to in the church hierarchy and in these supposed denominations, they should be the ones on the front line and they're not. They're literally in lockstep with Satan. I've never seen anything more disgusting and despicable and evil in my whole life. But at least it's really obvious right now what side they're on. Absolutely right. And it seems like they almost are maybe even practicing on on the old Mennonites because they know, um, yeah. you know, there's going to be yeah, no the beta testing since. And that was just, I got guys, I got to stop here. I'm going to be, I'm not going to be able to upload this. Um, I'm going to just get this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I've been so enraged. I, I, I'm clear beside myself on this. I have never, ever seen wickedness of this level. Uh, anyway, God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.